Spotify Art. Dr. Podcast. Nice. I just can't. I can't not do it. I'm sorry. Yeah, we're going to have to rebrand. What are we doing today? Today? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> um, so today we, very excitingly, actually have another live episode. Woo-hoo. So after the previous episode where we went and interviewed Elle Brown at her solo exhibition at the Daisy Lang Gallery, mm-hmm. the person who kind of took over the space after her, um, who's called Max. Um, We were invited back to kind of interview him as well, which very exciting, I have to say. Yeah. So we've got another live episode, obviously. It means the audio quality, as usual, is different. Yes. Um, It should all be hearable. That's not a word. Yeah, we were trying to work out what the... I was going to say legible, but that's for writing. But the audio equivalent. We have the audio... Audible. Audible. Is that yes. <laughs> yes. I think audible is broken as a word because it's now the brand, you know, the audiobook, Amazon, audible. Uh, I, I forgot it was like an actual word and not just a brand. Yeah, that's a good point. Anyway, audible. Well, it's audible. Um, not sponsored. Really. <laughs> I'm say sadly, but I don't know if I want to be sponsored by Amazon. Anyway. Yeah, ethically, I don't think I'd be okay with that. But, uh, anyway, sorry. Well, that's a yes. slippery slope somewhere <laughs> where lots of people are sponsored by audible and I'm like, anyway, it's fine. Let's just, I'm just going to bow out of that conversation. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so as usual, uh, audio is slightly different, but you should be able to hear everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, if you wanted to check out Max's work, he's got Instagram, which is at Max Wetter. His um, surname is spelled W-H-E-T-T-E-R. I mean, we'll tag it in things. Yes. Um, sorry to button. That's fine. I was about to do it anyway. Oh, so. sorry. <laughs> sorry. And yeah, obviously have a look at the Daisy Lang gallery page as well, because that's they do such a good job of displaying like so many different artists. Yeah, there's a good video of Max's work as well, there which is, is helpful because I think in the episode we say quite a lot like, oh, this painting here. And yeah. sometimes we describe it, but often we don't. Because yes. obviously we're in front of an audience who can see it, so it kind of feels weird to start describing the work. Um, and his, his exhibition is called Made of Sugar Ori. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that you were the one that did that. <laughs> um, said like a true fisherman. And he explains, he talks about why it's called that. Um, so, oh yeah, something else we need to say. Sorry, I don't know if you're getting to it. No. Um, the thing about so this is episode sixty-five. Yes. Yeah. And we had already recorded an episode for for this episode before. I said the word episode so many yeah, times. Yeah, that was a bit weird. <laughs> um, we'd already recorded an episode sixty-five before we got asked to do this. So there will be an episode in like, I think it's going to come out in January at some point now. Yeah. Um, where we get like, welcome to episode sixty-five. But that's because you know we had to push it back. So. Apologies in advance for any... I don't think anyone minds other than no. us. This is mainly for my own uh, peace of mind. So everything's consistent. Um, but yeah, that's what's happened there. Good. Well, I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad we've covered everything. So I guess we'll just hand over to our past selves now. Weird way of doing that, but yes. Yeah, nice. Okay, well, enjoy, enjoy. the episode. I suddenly feel like I've never done a podcast episode in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> So me and Anna run a podcast called Down to a Fine Art. Um, you can find it on all your typical streaming platforms and we've actually been doing it for like two and a half years now, which is slightly terrifying to think about, so we're not going to dwell on that. But basically it started when we were at university together and we both did fine art and we're really interested in other creative practices and what other people do. And every so often we get guests onto the podcast, um, I think purely just because we're really curious as to what... I said what other creators get up to, how they think, what their practice involves, 
Um, and it's always just so interesting talking to people about what they do. So mm -hmm. that's kind of what we do. But um, we were here a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. um, for the person who had their show before this. So she's called Elle Brown. And we had a really lovely time just chatting to her amongst her work. And then, yeah, okay, asked if we come back. So here we are again, which is great. <laughs> um, so today we are going to be talking to you, Max. <laughs> um, so we are sitting amongst his show at the moment, um, which is fantastic. Yeah, do you want to like give a brief intro about yourself and kind of what you do? Yeah, well, uh, Max. Nice. I'm a painter and recently got into sculpting, like this year really. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got a few sculptures dotted around the room, including there's one um, very, I was going to say very lifelike. I think inside is very lifelike. Um, yeah. Sculpture that jump scared me a little bit when we were through <laughs> it, um, and is now sitting nicely at the back of the the audience. So, what are your sculptures made from? Are they? So I, they are made from like expanding foam wood. Mm -hmm. They're meant to be DIY sort of side of things. Mm. I was showing this technique where you would get clothes and you would spray the expanding foam mm -hmm. into the clothes, which because uh, oh. it. I've never I've done a little bit of soft sculpture when I was studying, but I've never really done too much mm -hmm. <laughs> with sculpture stuff. Yeah, yeah, they're really really nice. How the kind of foam like makes them all kind of strangely bulbous in a way. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> I use whatever I can find really. Yeah. As well, yeah, whatever's in the studio. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's that because I think I read. I feel like I've got a. Uh, a head start because I read, um, there was an article about people online I read, okay. um, <laughs> that said that you use Perspex because at one point you were sort of like thinking about trades and kind yeah. of, which I guess fits with your work and like yeah the whole narrative of masculinity and that kind of thing that's going on. So yeah, is, does the materials that you use kind of reflect that? I guess. Oh for sure, yeah. Well, when I was, uh, my dad's a scaffolder right? and he was a scaffolder from like 14. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when I was studying I had a bit of a crisis and thought I should should have done a trade. Mm -hmm. So I went across the road to a B and Q to just wander around. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I always feel weirdly calm when I go to B. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, my my dad's also a tradie. Oh yeah. We, he took me into B and Q like a week ago, and I was like, wow, <laughs> this is just a magical place. <laughs> It's weird, like, I remember being a kid. My dad would just drive to scaffolding just to look at it. Oh. That'd be like a day out for a like. Just gonna have a look at some scaffolding. No. My brother's a scaffolder now and he does the same thing. <laughs> Any particular highlights? Any? Not for me. <laughs> but yeah, that's, and that's where I found they got, because the Perspex was for like sheds, mm. I think is what it is in there for. Oh. oh, I see, yeah. And so, like, just for the audience who can't see the yeah. arts, the arts, <laughs> the artworks, um, you've painted on like both sides? The yeah. In my mind, it was kind of a way of. Get in depth really quickly. Mm, fair enough. That was, yeah, that was pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it definitely works. Like, it's got a really nice sense of like, yeah, depth to it, and how it's also got a nice. I mean, I'm not a painter, so I don't really. I feel like Izzy's more of a painter than me, so you probably have better. Izzy's looking at me panicked, like, what are you about to give me? Um, but it's got really nice like textures, and also just kind of, oh, the characters in them are amazing. Like, they have such yeah. like. Expressionistic is not the word I mean, but very expressive. Expressive, okay. Expressive faces. So yeah, where do you get the characters from? Are they kind of people you know or people you've? They're kind of the way they they are kind of me, but not 
Me, it's more mm. like the emotional side of mm. yeah. what I'm That's going for. <laughs> yeah. Do they kind of come out yeah. in the spur of the moment you're painting and... Yeah, I don't, I, don't know, I don't like the idea of them of painting people or like of me. I think it'd be weird if someone wants to have that on their wall. Mm. But I use it as a way of like expressing some sort of you know, emotion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So do you go into it like knowing exactly what you want it to come out as or do you kind of like as you're going... As I go, I think. Emerges? Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. How would you say your painting... Me and Easter have put this a lot on the podcast where like we work quite differently and mm-hmm. I'm, I think I'm a little bit more like that where I'll kind of go into something not really knowing what I'm doing and it emerges as I'm doing it. Mm. And you're more of a like, want to know what's happening before you go into it. I like that you're really kind like, you're more of this, like, <laughs> I am absolutely that and I cannot be any other way. <laughs> I just can't like... I, ju- I can't, like, I just, I can't make art unless I know what it is I'm, it's going to look like. Okay. Um, and I think it's quite interesting, it definitely affects, affects the way I make, because I find that I have to do a lot of planning and a lot of, like, yeah. I maybe don't do as much sketching, but, like, there's a lot of sitting and thinking and worrying and thinking some more. And then... <laughs> I do quite a bit of that. Okay. okay. I find if I do a sketch, I can never get the painting to the sketch level. Okay. You know I, mean? I, yeah. I always find this really because this was a, from a drawing, and it took it's completely different now. Because mm. I was trying to get it like exactly yeah. as the drawing was, and it just wasn't working. Yeah. I guess that opens up room for like I think creatives as a whole are usually quite self-critical anyway, and I feel yeah. like if you're then doing that thing of like I'm trying to replicate something I've already done, yeah, I feel like that's opening up maybe a door that shouldn't be opened <laughs> of like ah oh, that bit was better and I didn't quite manage to do this and I don't know, do you find that's quite hard if you like with with this one so you did a sketch first and yeah then you kind of was that challenging trying to like because clearly you did the sketch and you got it to a point where you were like I like this and I want to make it bigger yeah was that a hard process moving it from one oh to yeah another? yeah I think because because I've always worked where I was just spontaneously doing a picture yeah the drawing was the spontaneous, was the final product, I guess. Yeah. And then trying to upscale it. I mean, it was almost there, and then I completely changed it. With with my mentor, we completely changed the uh, the outcome of it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So your mentor, Andrew Lytton. Yeah. Yeah. So he, how did you kind of come to meet him? So it was through cultivator. Ah, uh, the classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cultivator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got funding. This year, and then I managed to get reapply and get him. So I had two big sessions with him, okay. but it's a whole year basically, pretty yeah. much. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. We do have a couple of questions from him, but I don't know. Is now a good time or at the end? Yeah, we can question yeah. Andrew. Let's do that. Thank you. Thank you. Kate. <laughs> okay. While it's come about <laughs> naturally. <laughs> um, okay, so Andrew sent in a couple of questions. So he said, when we first met, like a lot of artists, you felt unsure of how to speak about your work, which I think we can all relate to. <laughs> yeah. The first thing I did, as in Andrew, was try and change that. We had lots of coffees and cafes around Newquay. We talked about your subject matter and a lot of different things. And after a few visits, you rewrote your artist statement. This might seem quite a strange approach rather than going to the studio for the usual sort of crit, but it seems to have had a positive result um, and has been a catalyst to your great new body of work. Do you agree? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. It was because it was quite nervous just meeting someone. So... I chose Andrew because when I was studying, I saw one of his paintings in the museum, which mm-hmm. kind of spurred me on to start painting in the first place. Yeah, so, that's interesting, yeah. so yeah, I was really lucky to actually first get to meet him and then 
go go drink coffee with yeah, Nikki. That's always nice as well. <laughs> you then get to kind of like sit down with them, but then it is a nerve-wracking experience. Yeah. Oh, I really like your work. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I really like mine. So it took, a, it took a while to like just to get comfortable talking to them, just generally. So uh, yeah, yeah. What kind of things do you talk about with your coffees? Was it? We talk about films quite a bit. Mm. David Lynch films. Oh. A little bit. <laughs> I know nothing about David Lynch films. Do you? No. No, I, I didn't, but it was because uh, it was, well, we were going to watch Twin Peaks, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he was, it was really good. I mean, I still find, yeah, I think everyone finds it weird talking about their work, didn't they? Yeah, but, yeah, it is, it is difficult. Yeah. I'm really like put on the spot. Especially if it was a question about it as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the other thing um, Andrew asked was, he said, Kate at Daisy Lamb's done a brilliant job of creating and presenting your first solo show. Of course, Kate. You appear to have really discovered your creative identity. Does it feel that way? Yes. Yeah. Is, is this all? So is this all the body of work that's kind of emerged as you've been working this was, with Andrew? Yeah. 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 So this was this year. Yeah, because I was again nervous because it was like the first, you know, first time showing work. Yeah. But definitely feel sparked to keep going and keep, you know. Mm. Pushing more work and yeah, yeah, that's that's exciting. Yeah, it's really good. Is your work kind of? I don't know Andrew's work that well, admittedly, but is there like a conceptual link between the two of you, or is it more that like you both have similar sort of painting styles? I would say maybe both, but yeah, I, yeah I don't know if we're saying saying that. <laughs> no, 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 I think yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> conceptually, would you say so? Your, I know your work is kind of it's exploring different aspects of like masculinity yeah would you say yeah and also i guess cornish i don't we've got this lovely fisherman behind us yeah that feels very cornish it's a lot of yeah for me growing up in cornwall mm -hmm. and it's all it's all a bit weird isn't it like yeah. masculinity side of things that like i don't know i always find it a bit weird i, I so my dad was a scaffolder but mum mm. wasn't with him it's different partners and they were all like into motorbikes and welders and whatnot so yeah it's a, <laughs> it must have been or to like go or choose to go down the art path, yeah. was it? Or was it because I think art sits really weirdly in comparison to like trades and crafts and things like that, where it's like a lot of the same skills but put to very different like mm. oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was thinking about this about like like just plumbers. Yeah. Like the way that the pipe like that's like a sculpture, isn't it? Yeah. Like the way that it's bit, everything's fit together. But yeah. yeah. It's just like more how you look at it. Yeah, it's so like, then it's just like it's just yeah. practical but I guess it also makes me think as well, like, I guess with, in the trades, because similar, like, mm -hmm. uh, most of my family are also in the trades as well, and I think I've had quite a unique position in that my, most of my family don't work on building sites, they work independently, okay. which usually, like, if you become, like, a brickie or something, like, you go, you work on a building site, and you're with that kind of group, and it's yeah. predominantly male, predominantly, kind of, um, maybe a group of people who... This is again a very generalising <laughs> statement, but like I don't really get the impression that they're interested in things like fine art, oh. like painting. Yeah, yeah. But actually, like you said, they use a lot of very similar skills. And actually, when you look at something like craft, I feel like craft sits in the middle of like you've got trades on one side and art on the other. Yeah. But, like actually, they're all pretty similar. But at least my experience of it, maybe the people who are kind of on the trade end of the scale potentially don't seem to be as interested in art? Was that also your experience as well? Or was there actually quite a lot of crossover? So I, uh, I'm not, well, I don't, I'm not a trade obviously, but I yeah. do work in kitchens. So yeah. I've always been a chef. So it's the same sort of, the same sort of thing. It's yeah. a lot, it's quite male dominated thing. Mm. So it's quite funny trying to introduce people to 
this other side of me, the paintings yeah. and stuff. Mm. But no, it's been it's been it's been okay. I think yeah. Yeah. they all get on side now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good for inspiration. Yeah. Like that sort of yeah. side of things. It's a good, you know, humour with those sort of. That's a good that point. Yeah, it does feel like your work has a lot of like kind of humour in it. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've yeah. tried to because I thought I don't know. You want a bit of humour, don't you? Because otherwise, yeah. it's all a bit. You can get a bit. Of bit yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they are very funny characters. And with like your subject matter, like obviously that like you said you you deal a lot with kind of the different sides of masculinity. Mm. I I'm gonna really butcher saying this. I'm really curious to know like at what point that became um, what it was your work was about, or has that always been in your practice? Yeah, I'm not too sure when it that became apparently that's why I was going to go to work towards really. I think it was from then to that point of going across the BMQ. Nice. And then, like, yeah, I think it was literally from that, and then exploring that really. When I was studying as well, I did a whole thing on John Opie. So that, but he was he was he did the Maggie, okay. And so it it all sort of stemmed from that onto the on the perspex, and he did a lot of portraits. Oh right. Okay. So it kind of comes from that, I think. Okay, that's interesting. So a very influential B and Q trip that one. It yeah, was very, very important. <laughs> B and Q is a place of wonder. <laughs> it was the pool one as well. So no, yeah. nice. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, I like right. that one yeah, so, you, so the, the paintings came first, and then yeah. the sculptures were more recently yeah. developed out of the paintings. So, like, how do you see them as different? Like, I know obviously there's, they're physically very different, but like, do they do something different, or do you think they're still the same, the kind of similar exploration of these kind of strange characters? Like, yeah, I feel like they're, yeah, similar. I feel like it's just an extension to the, the paintings, really. Yeah. I like this arm coming up as well. That really does <laughs> feel like it's just kind of reaching out from yeah. the paintings. Oh yeah, so is that, where's the hat from? Was it a found hat? That's my hat. Nice. Yeah, it was just, I think it's I was wearing it in the studio that day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so an average day in the studio, what, what, what does it look like for you? Are you kind of going in <laughs> with emotions to get out of you, or are you... So my studio at the minute is, is a, a kind of old bunker, so it's fully underground. So it's very bizarre times <laughs> in there, yeah. yeah. Most of the time, it's you know big concrete doors are like uh-huh. massive. So it's kind of a weird space to be in most of the time. Yeah, yeah. How, how come? It, how come you're in a bunker? It's just the only space I can find. So I think that probably, you know, big concrete walls. I think that probably influenced the work as well with like the trading yeah. and the masculine. Not surprised, kind of locked in with your, <laughs> yeah, your thoughts. <laughs> You've got to create some pals down there. <laughs> I, 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 share a, I share a space, so there's a person next to me. Okay, cool. That's and uh, I'd have to warn her about all these sculptures, because uh, you, you're pitch black, there's no light at all. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. look going down to a bunker and there's like a hand coming out <laughs> yeah, right, right. at you. <laughs> Many a time, just plastic sheets of like body parts just <laughs> scattered around. <laughs> so yeah, you go down to your bunker, what's your first move? I usually, I think you were saying, I usually sit for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The good thing about the bunker is you don't get phone signal. Okay. So, so like, really no, like, phone displays get distracted by phones yeah. quite a lot. Mm. So, um, you should just look through my books that I've got there. That's and... a good point, actually, yeah, because I don't have any, I, my studio's in quarry, um, oh. so I do have daylight, yeah, okay. but I don't have phone signal similarly. Um, and I have, it's sometimes really frustrating because you do sometimes need. Yeah. 
find a friend, send an email or whatever, mm. but, or just like to look something up, actually, I think that's what I find most annoying, mm. is not being able to look anything up, but it is useful because I really, whenever I go into my studio, I notice that I'm like, I'm now in a new headspace and I kind of feel a bit calmer or just slower, maybe, in a good way. Yeah. So, yeah, I think the lack of phone signal actually might be a, yeah. weirdly the key to a successful studio. Because <laughs> my lap space, yeah, I had phone signal, so I would just sit there. And uh, Andrew was saying that he doesn't have, have a chair in his studio, He's so he used that space to go in, okay. work, and then leave. So I've been trying to mm. kind of do that. Yeah. Because yeah. I like to say I like to sit at a really comfy chair in my last studio. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm well, not sitting, I'm not looking at my phone. Is that being left now? <laughs> yeah, it's not in there. I've got, oh, I've got a little camping chair now that's <laughs> nice. folded up. You can only sit in it for about five minutes you're like, oh, I've got to get out yeah. of here. Start painting. Yeah, fair <laughs> I think a lot of being an artist is that weird, it's kind of setting up good routines for yourself and working out in the first place what those good routines are to then try and do the good routines. Yeah. I think something I struggle with, as I'm sure most mm-hmm. artists do, is like, I have jobs to earn money that are not my practice and then it you know try and use the time off to like make art but then it's hard to get into a like a sustainable or like yeah like a rhythm that where you have like momentum to keep going all the time I find I'll like go for a couple of days get into something yeah. accidentally leave for a month and then come back and be like where was I <laughs> so yeah setting up those routines where like I know some people have like one or two days a week where they'll be like nine to five in the studio or like whatever the hours might be it's really helpful because then you kind of force yourself to work. I think I'm potentially quite yeah. like forcing myself to work. I'm like, I have to be inspired. <laughs> Whereas actually just going and like making something is sometimes helpful. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I, I work, it, it's hard. Because you, yeah. like you say, you, you'd be dedicated a day to it and then you get to that and you're like, it's my day off. Yeah, like, I'm tired. Yeah, it's sunny and I've got to go down underground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sunlight. I think I would struggle more with that. <laughs> have you had the bunker like across summer? Yeah. How do you? Yeah. How do you make yourself go in the bunker? I know. I know. It, I I haven't some days because it is. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever work elsewhere, like outside of the bunker, or is it solely bunker business? Solely bunker <laughs> business. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we don't really have space at home to. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, do I mean, much I this sort of size work. work. So yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay, but your sketchbook. Do you take that out and about with you, or is that also? No, I've kept most of that actually just in the studio recently. Yeah. yeah. Do you find that helps compartmentalizing it? Like that. Yeah, because yeah. I think because I've got lots of different things that I do. <laughs> yeah. So I try and keep them slightly separate. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. It's kind of helpful that one of them is literally underground. It feels really helpful to compartmentalise it. <laughs> you're like, that's in the bunker. Yeah. That's for another day. <laughs> you're sounding quite enthusiastic about that. Maybe I should shut the quarry down. <laughs> Put myself in a little bunker. Nice. No, okay. Well, we've learnt some of your studio <laughs> habits. <laughs> Um, well, some of the other questions we have for you is just like... Can I, can I ask a question first? Yeah, of Just because it was probably like the first question we should have asked and we didn't ask it. Okay. What did you study? Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so where? Like, did you stay in Cornwall? I was in study? Cornwall, yeah. I studied at uh, Cornwall College. Oh, nice. The, 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 uh, the Greek course there, the art and design practice. Nice. Yeah, I think that was six years ago, five years ago, maybe. And were you painting during the course or when did your B&Q trip happen? <laughs> in the time <laughs> it was so it was the second year because the third year was the first lockdown uh, so my end of year show like was during the lockdown yeah <laughs> so I didn't get an end of year show uh, on that thing we did it was online it's not, not the same, same. <laughs> it's not the same is it <laughs> not the same not when I planned my whole project online oh, yeah <laughs> I really think there should be some kind of nationwide project them, yeah. to make these degree shows happen like yeah. I was going to say compensation I was like yes, please. Well, <laughs> but like I'd like to see a 
a degree show from the yeah. 20 year. Oh, yeah, like definitely. Is only anyway, that aside. Oh, so you were painting yeah. the second year? Started, started, so I was really into ceramics. And I, I, so I was kind of dabbling with sculpture, but like not, you know, seriously, just on like a uni course like you can, yeah, you can just yeah. do what you like. That's true. Yeah, what kind of things were you making with playing? So I was, um, I was using an extruder and making tubes and I was trying to make scaffolding. <laughs> <laughs> and I was using scaffold fittings to make like vases. Really cool. <laughs> oh, nice. But I really struggled. I, was, I really liked the idea of glazing the inside of the tube. Ooh. So you could look like, you know, mm. but I couldn't quite get it right. And it kept cracking. And then it was the end of the module. So I... Fair enough. That's an interesting idea though. Yeah, I wish I could go back to it. I, I, it was just the thought of leaving and then setting up a kill yeah. space, you know, it seems a bit more than painting yeah. at the time. Maybe, maybe one day, down yeah. the line, we can get to come back to it, yeah. Get surf a kiln or something. Because I think that's a really interesting idea. I like that idea of like scaffolding that's, I don't know, it wouldn't be usable if it's clay. No, yeah. It's just kind of, it, it's like, it's just so bright. <laughs> yeah, there's no coming back from that. Right. Lack of uh, building understanding. <laughs> so sorry. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting idea going back to what we were saying earlier about trades and how like you're using the same materials yeah. but you're looking at them differently. I think that's a yeah. perfect example, really. I really like the idea. If I could, if I could have got it right, like for an exhibition, like you see, like the radiator pipes. Mm-hmm. If you were just to do that with ceramic, but you don't, you know, so you went into a room, it looked normal, but nice. pipe works all ceramics. Oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> Well, if you don't do it, you can just <laughs> like do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, nice. Well, I'm glad you asked that. That's wielded some, yeah. Very <laughs> interested in the ceramic pipes. Um, okay, sorry. What I was going to ask earlier was just like, are there any particular artists that inspire your work? And also, this is not really related. I don't know why I related them in my head. Of all the work you've got on display here, which one's your favourite? <laughs> yeah. Do you know, my favourite one is usually the last one I did, okay. which would be the sculpture with the uh-huh. cigarette. Scary guy. Yeah, I think that I think that's my favorite because that's kind of meant to be me as a <laughs> teenager. It reminds me of my teenage years, yeah. Oh, yeah. And um, the artists I, I look at, so Ben Quilty, they're, weirdly, they're all Australian, okay. mainly. Interesting, yeah. People you will never meet, right? I know, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and there's Adam Cullen's work, I really like, mm. and Sydney Nolan. Oh, I don't know any of these people. I feel like such a fake artist. It would give us a bit of a rundown of like the sort of work that they do. Ben Cooley does a lot of work with like masculinity as well. Okay, okay. And it's very textured work, and I believe they're really big. Are they also paintings? They're all painters. Yeah, they're all painters. Everyone I've been looking at. And then the Adam Cullen's work is very just really bold. Mm -hmm. I can see. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a lot of them. I think a lot of them are like weird subjects that would be like murderers or something mm. but like the, the backgrounds just be block color and that's what i really liked and mm. i think he was doing a lot of like shock work i think it was like yeah. the 90s sort of okay. you know shock art yeah <laughs> i think what you said about the first guy who's like you said he made really big work i think that kind of like relates to your pieces a lot of them again particularly this fisherman behind us like the size i think is really important to like how their kind of impact like the big bold colors the size of it, like like I keep saying, the sort of <laughs> lifelike size of the guy in the corner that I'm just kind of gesturing to. Yeah. Um, really, I don't know, it, make, it kind of brings them to life because they're sort of so like in your face. 
I just feel like a big star that's stared up in so many directions. So like, was that always something you've worked quite big or did you kind of have to work up to that in a way? Like it's quite a confidence thing to work. Well, I find anyway, I make lots of small work. <laughs> when, I, when I started uh, studying, I was doing really small drawings, mm-hmm. like really like, and then my teacher was forced like, kind of like push me into painting and painting bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And then I went back to painting small perspects, just little ones, maybe like the size of the oh, okay. one, but, yeah. but on perspects. And then it was really hard to cut the perspects, so it was more of just a convenience thing. Uh, it was easier to cut them in half than to cut them into eight. <laughs> Fair enough. Like you still got a bit of trade in. Yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> like that. Next ones are going to be twice as big because you've got to use a. All I've got to cut them is. Uh, I think it's the way to do it, but maybe not the way I do it on the floor with you know. Uh, use a standing blade and a ruler, mm-hmm. but it's really hard because <laughs> my carpet is shredded from where I've gone through <laughs> it. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm glancing at Liv in the audience because we had a similar experience. <laughs> Liv just kind of randomly chucked a line down some perspiration and just snapped it oh, and yeah. I expected it to go and it was terrifying. Oh, in there, when I first did it, I didn't think it was, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, me. And when it, when it does go, it goes. It goes, <laughs> but it does go quite cleanly. Yeah, yeah, it works. Yeah, but it is terrifying. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out on the whole experience here. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go get some first bites. I would not recommend. <laughs> Something I do really enjoy about all the figures you've got, though, is, this sounds like really silly to say, they're so unique. Like, each mm. one has such a different, like, expression and feel to it and you they do just look like completely different people and i think that's i feel like there's not a question this i'm just quite i just think it's really like i think it's quite hard to create people yeah. and actually mm. get them looking like people and like individuals i think you've done that really well like I, if you turned around and said like, oh, these are portraits of people yeah, yeah. I know, I wouldn't have questioned that in the slightest. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, oh yeah, of course, they all look so different. That's really nice. It's funny because when I paint them as well, I will look at, I will reference the other ones to remember how to do lines from them. Oh. So yeah. From, yeah. So they, you're not looking at any images, they're just... Straight from, yeah. That is amazing. Something else this reminded me of as well was a little while ago, I saw um, the beginnings of a discussion about someone saying how often um, like the female face is used as like a placeholder for things so like it's typically male artists who will do like a big mural or like a big painting or something and there won't be any substance to it other than it will just be like a very generic beautiful woman the woman won't like have an identity she won't look like unique it's just the really like perfect features very slim like there's no depth to it and it was a really interesting discussion where people were talking about um why like the female face is used as placeholder it's it's just a way of saying look at something beautiful like don't look at the person like look at the fact that it's a beautiful image so it's really nice to see paintings that are human like they they look like individuals i kind of feel like each of them has their own little story and character and kind of their own experience and history to them I sort of would weirdly quite like to have a chat with each of them individually. Yeah. Like, so tell me about yourself. <laughs> yeah, can you can you picture them in your head having a little chat? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the kind of I just noticed this one's obviously got like butterflies around it, and this the fisherman has got fish in the air above his head, which is interesting. And like this kind of I'd say 
like distinctly Cornish landscape behind it, him, maybe this little church, is that like a little Celtic cross? Yeah. So is that, again, like is that a specific place? No, it's not a specific, that's one, well, this one is not a specific place, but the, the fish and like the butterfly, it's got like, this one's called Late Night Myths, about okay. uncaught fish, which is just like the visualisation of the talking. A lot, there's a lot of talk with fishermen about fish that's been caught, but there's never any like proof is there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in where we work. Right. Yeah, yes. a, lot of, a lot of the chefs are uh, all fishermen. Oh, <laughs> I always yeah. see. Yeah. yeah, I feel like this is a whole world I'm not really part of. <laughs> I, don't really, I don't know what the things that fishermen say. <laughs> but isn't that what inspired the title of the show? Yeah, so it was from the chefs talking. So it would be go for a fish after work. Mm-hmm. But if it started to rain, someone would back out. So you know, so made of sugar. Yeah. Because you might, you know, dissolve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is that an inspiration for multiple Oh, places? yeah. Yeah. The, like, some of the things that we talk about are inspiration for the titles anyway. Right. A lot of them. But I also liked that it kind of linked in because obviously they're male. The colours I used were all, like, household paints, but they were all called, like, um, raspberry mould or whatever, like... Yeah, they have weird names. Yeah, like... Real yeah. sweet sort of like, you know, names, which I thought was quite funny as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, that is true. <laughs> Me and Izzy have gone down many a rabbit hole looking at yeah. the colours of... Can I, can I share one of my favourites? Yes. Bongo Jazz. Bongo Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just yeah, it's a pink colour. I think it's like a orangey <laughs> kind of one. We um when we moved house, there are some horses across. Sorry, this is yeah, such I was going to say this as well. I was like, is this wrong? <laughs> I'm going to tell you all now. But we moved house, and there are like a lot of horses in the field opposite us, and we decided to name them all. And in doing so, we were like, we're going to go onto the Tuvox color chart and like see what funny names there are for paint. So one of them is called Bongo Jazz, and the, the other one I liked was called Sandy Peppers. Sandy, Sandy Peppers. Peppers. So yeah. Raspberry mould, yeah, also, yeah, yeah. they all have this yeah. kind of. I'd love to be in that job where you get to name them all. Because it kind of feels like, I don't know if this is a bit of a leap, but naming paint colours. We've had, we've spoken a lot on the podcast as well about naming your artworks. Yeah. And I feel like you've got, are they all named after things that fishermen have said? Because I think the just, naming process is an yeah. interesting one. The titles are great, actually, I have to say. They're just brilliant. Okay, we'll have to have a look at title talk at some point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to like talk us through some of the titles for these? Yeah. Um, Panic. <laughs> <laughs> what have we got? So this one is called the loud bugger with a beard. <laughs> and that is based off the chef the, oh, that was, uh, yeah. Uh, so this one up here. Uh, people think I don't like hugs. Really, I don't like people. <laughs> oh, that's an emotional relic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I really like the tiling stuff. I think it's the, it's the fun part, isn't it? Yeah, well, you say that. I str- I struggle. But I think it's because you, like we said earlier, there's like a lot of humour in your work. So it does seem like you just have a good time. You're like, oh, this guy yeah. doesn't like hugs. <laughs> and I really like that. Like it's a, Again, it like brings the characters to life. So is that, is that something you heard a fisherman say? Or is that just something you looked at the, the painting and you were like, that's what he would say? This, this no, guy. I generally don't like hugs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a thing in the kitchen. People always touch me. And like I always jump, yeah, and touch me. <laughs> yeah, <fair enough. laughs> so, any, yeah. other, any other good titles? Oh, high five. Yeah, the hand is just called pretty good awkward high fives. <laughs> I can see that. Because uh, being a skateboarder, there's a lot of like weird hand gestures that you do oh, in skate parks. Yeah. Like you, when you meet people, everyone does that. Yeah. And I find it really weird that like yeah. the knuckle thing. It's this whole other language. Yeah. Yeah. Or handshakes. I just find. Although we did a handshake when we met, but yeah. I find it really awkward. Like, 
Yeah, well, you did it well because you came in strong. Yeah. And I was like, I know what's happening here. Yeah, so you're shaking hands. You better the whole way down. Yeah. Do you think you're? Because I know, yeah, you like I've had a lot of your Instagram, <laughs> and I know it says on there that you like skate, like you just yeah. mentioned. Does that kind of ever feel again? Like I guess it must be with the context of your work and with Fishman, and you get your titles from there. Like, does anything come from? The skating side of things, and also tattooing. I know. I can see you've got a new on there. Yeah, that tattoos. I think I've started doing like handbag tattoos, Mm. and I think that relates back to the little drawings I used to do, which is nice. The skateboarding's not really leaked into my work, really, apart Mm. from the sculpture there with the jumper, the Thrasher jumper, relating to when I was, you know, younger, but. Again, I like to say no. I like to keep things separate. You know. And I often find personally that like I won't consciously be like oh i'm gonna take this aspect of my life and bring it to my work but like even sometimes multiple years down the line like little things pop up and you're like oh that's where that's come from mm. so it might be that yeah yeah well like you said there's like little bits of bobs that kind of come through sometimes from life i guess because yeah. your practice is very sort of life based if that's not what you say i don't know what else practices are normally based on but <laughs> not life not life based Aware of the time, should we maybe ask one more question and open it up to questions from other people? Yes. Do you have a question? Um, yes, there is a question <laughs> that I would like to ask. Okay. I know some, pe- some people don't like these kind of questions, so if you'd rather not answer, that's absolutely fine. But um, is there anything that you'd maybe like to one day explore in your work or something that you're like, oh, I'd really like for this to happen or I'm aiming towards that or maybe a technique or a material that you'd yeah. like to try? I think I want to start doing full figure, more oh, figure painting, yeah, and sculptures to go alongside it. Mm. And I kind of want to. I'm aware that there's not much in the background sometimes. So I, I was thinking maybe start landscape drawing, oh, <laughs> kind of cycle like to this work. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah, because yeah, this was like one of the few times I really tried it, but I've never really tried it, you know. Mm, well, it works really nicely, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah really puts in the landscape. It like adds to the character, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 for sure, yeah. Um, I know I said one more question, but I also have a question that I was curious to ask, which was more about the process of like putting the exhibition together. I don't really know what my question is specifically, but just how did you find the process of, because I know you said it's your first oh, well, yeah. one, so like, was it... It was... You, I, kind of makes you see your work differently, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it looked different when I got it out of the bunker. You saw it in daylight for the first <laughs> You're time. You're like, oh, it's not the kind <laughs> Yeah, that was a lot brighter than I thought it was, which is good, which is what I wanted, but... I kind of visualised well in my head where the paintings would go, mm. but luckily we brought a friend down that was really good at hanging. He was like an engineer, so he, was, nice. he, okay. he managed to hang it all for us pretty much. Yeah, good. <laughs> Did you kind of position them based on their characters and who you think would get along well next to each other? <laughs> That's how I would have done it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> the fishermen having a sort of, they've been separated because they're yeah. <laughs> rival, <laughs> rival <laughs> roles. <laughs> um, okay, nice. Questions from the audience? Shall we? Yeah, does anyone have any questions? I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I found it quite difficult to be quiet because I'm quite excited by your work and I feel a lot of familiarity in it. Okay. Um, and I know we keep calling them characters, but they're you, aren't they? Are kind of, yeah, like, I don't really, can't really do the best way of describing it, but yeah. So I, in my old work, I used to sort of use my subjects as a mask and you know really it was my eyes and I was seeing through yes. it. It's a way of sort of saying how you feel or expressing without putting your face on it. Um, and I, I feel um, a lot, so more recently I'm looking at reflection and mirror image and you're confronting yourself 
yeah. and the sort of direct eye contact in your work. Oh, okay, yeah. Feeling, like it's confrontational. Yeah. Um, and either they're not saying anything, but you know they want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I feel like the same what you're saying, like, I use that as a master show. I like about the, is this, you get your reflection if you look at them because mm-hmm. of the perspective, so you end up seeing, like you say, you see yourself in the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think since you said that, I'm really looking at that one up there. It's staring down at me with quite an intensity. <laughs> I also struggle to bring depth to a painting that is held in a sketch. <laughs> And I wonder if that's to do with sort of the intimacy of a sketch. I mean, there's so much more room to put yourself into that. And have you found a way to combat that, or are you just rolling with it? Uh, yeah, just rolling. Yeah, I, I I struggle with sketching too much because I always end up like thinking that's the finished work yeah. to then make it into something else. I always, yeah. Just take yourself away from it. Yeah. Um, I have lots of questions on my life. I don't remember his name, so I'm sorry, but I went to a lecture by an artist who was also interested in masculinity that was sort of put on from above, and he was taken to road races and motorbikes. Oh, yeah. And he was very interested in um, loud revving engines and things like that. And I wonder if there's room for animatronics in your school. Yeah. That, that is because when I was making the high five one, things like that came into mind. Yeah. That it move would be nice, wouldn't it? Or and just janky, awful. You know, how yeah. How you go at the trade? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of the thought process behind the sculptures. In fact, yeah. just have a go at it. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Have you ever been to contemporary dance? No. So I recently <laughs> discovered contemporary dance. And Ron there did a piece about masculinity. Okay. And it was you know almost almost nude dancing and the way they use their body and again it's that sort of unspoken narrative which I feel in your work and it's really worth checking out. Alright. <laughs> you so there was someone that I studied with that we barely done something because no one was really doing that when I was studying yeah. like contempt you know any, any performative stuff and we were both really keen but we never got around to doing it unfortunately but yeah. it could be quite interesting. It does something. <laughs> yeah. Delighting on the silence and I feel like I have to do like a, a mask thing again, maybe. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the first time. I also didn't get an interview shown, and so yeah. my practice has stopped or remained in my attic. And I wonder how you combated that and how you kept going. So I was lucky that when I graduated, I was awarded a studio graduate award. Okay. So I got a studio at Croji for a year. And you have to keep going. So I had to, yeah. <laughs> It was a weird time still though, because obviously it was during the lockdown. Yeah. So still to now, it feels like I've not really went straight into a studio. And I know studios are quite like solitary places, aren't they? Mm. But like, it felt really weird because there was nobody about. Yeah. I was also going to ask about your bunker and if you would do an open studio and if that's something you're interested in. Because I imagine this, you know, it's nice to imagine what it looks like. It would be great to be able to do that, but it's on, it's on land that's... Yeah. Not accessible. And when you visited, it was the lights cut out, didn't they? Which is a bit weird. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Very funny moment. I know, I was, I was scared as well. I've never happened to that. You can see it hasn't been in place. It was like matter of seconds, really, wasn't it? And then you. It was also the first time I realised that all the emergency torches didn't work. There's <laughs> one in every single room, but none of them worked, then I realised. <laughs> And then, are there many unspoken themes in your work that you'd like to bring to the fore? Yeah, but like you'd say about the masking, I still don't know how to yeah. 
get about to approaching that subject of well, what you know that's doing it i think the, the expanding foam yeah i think that's really starting to do it and the expressions <laughs> um, and then last question is do you find it challenging to bring humor to a subject that maybe is a little more mundane or difficult no i think that comes from working in kitchens and yeah. that sort of environment like you know there's a lot of jokiness and stuff like that isn't there with that sort of way yeah i think thank you <laughs> that's really helpful um, any other questions yeah. we've Sorry. got lib and kate okay. do you see yourself continuing working in the kitchen and doing your own because it seems to me that's kind of like the yeah inspirational of it it's from, from i think work. yeah definitely and i do quite enjoy working in kitchens like, you know, it's got that, there's a creative side of being in the kitchen as well. I quite often get pit on the past, so I'm always painting stuff up. <laughs> but um, it's really good for inspiration, <laughs> I've, I've realised. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes if you're just doing your practice all the time, especially if you're in a bunker to do your practice, <laughs> you can get a bit too, like, working in a vacuum. Yeah. It's really helpful to have a break from that, especially if the break from that gives you inspiration to then come back with. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, and it's nice because then, you know, I don't have to stress too much about the work so much yeah i can sort of escape it by do something completely different yes and you have to rely on it for money as well which yeah. really changes things as well once i mean yeah that's a whole other <laughs> discussion but anyway or did you have another question yeah i mean i'm just, sorry I'm, well it's lots of questions <laughs> yeah. it's like you're still talking about this being q moment you know it's like what were you oh, you talked about ceramics but what were you painting clearly you've always painted haven't you? Or drawing you've made art, or have you always? Or yeah, so, so what we what we what we doing for that kind of? I should say well, I, my mum's an artist, as a painter, and does ceramics. So I've always been around, but I used to just do drawings, and they weren't really of. Actually, do, do you know what? Thinking about it, I did a lot of drawings of men with like burger heads or like hot dog heads. <laughs> so like it was linked. Like it's weird. Like, but um, the course, the Cornwall College course, it's very like workshop based so I was just doing lots of lots of different things when I was there I had to do an access course because I, I, I hadn't got any education otherwise so I had to do this and that's where I'm the teacher kind of made me start painting like step away from doing small drawings and going bigger and painting so it maybe started there but it wasn't really a theme or nothing it was just kind of doing the workshops which was fun what I enjoyed I guess yeah but you feel like in terms of the last year with these sessions that you've had with Andrew, um, so there's a lot of the sculptures come out of those sessions, is it? And you feel, I mean, that's kind of... Yeah, I haven't done any sculpture work since since being in uni, I don't think. Right. And that was mainly because, you know, because of the workshop base, so I really like, like... I, I, again, I was making body parts, I always make body, body parts, but I was doing it with, um, like, soft sculpture stuff, really. But I'm glad I got back to it, because... Uh, it's really fun. There's a really good way of working. And you want to do more? Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I'd be nice to do more like installation, and I like the idea of animatronics. I think that's a really nice idea. Mm -hmm. And steam. Yeah. Kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always wanted to. So like, this is actually the same with that armor. I was thinking about it in the chef room, the knife on the on the past chopping board. If you could like make that noise. There's, as a, there's room for noise. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think we're really nice. Did you find? Obviously, you had your studio and you were looking up to have afterwards, but did you find not having an end of your show shrunk your work and made you stick to sketching in smaller? Yeah, maybe that's, yeah, yeah. 
I had hoped to make an installation, and then that's it. You have don't have the space to do that anymore. Yeah. And you kind of don't go and explore. <coughs> yeah, because my my so that my end of your show was meant to be like. It was going to be paintings on prospects, but I wanted them to be in like long boxes, so you had to put your head in the box. Mainly just for me to see a room full of people in their heads of boxes <laughs> looking at my paintings. So when I, when it was, you can no longer have people, it was always online, you know, it kind of, that was it. So maybe that's why, yeah, it's taken a while to get back to thinking about having an exhibit here, you know. kind of what the, the sculpture was mainly from anyway for sure the painting was more just happened that way <laughs> for the painting it's meant to be more of a reflective type moment it's that kind of like lying down in your own headspace <laughs> but the <laughs> but the this one was more to do with this like my view on masculinity the fall of it you know how do you feel about the fall of masculinity i think for me it's probably better because uh growing up in a small village and Cornwall, it was weird, like, some boys' views and stuff, you know. In certain ways, you've got to do stuff, or, you know. Can I ask, do you own much art? Do you have, like, stuff on your walls at home? Yeah, we've got quite a, uh, got quite a lot in our flat. A lot of, lots and lots of random stuff, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I always wonder that about people, because certain artists, I mean, they've got stuff on their walls or not. We've just got our own flats, and seeing what we've got on our walls is like a reflection of any sort of realise. Yeah. What's, yeah, what's yeah. what we reflect on our walls. Yeah. And what somebody who spends all their time in this sort of thing, what they've got on their walls. Yeah. I mean, these are normally like not hung up, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but, do, uh, do you have any of your own work up? Yeah, there? I think so. No, I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I suppose when are you going to get back in the studio then? Are you, are you going to be. Are you having a break, or are you kind of like obviously you've been working really hard for it? I'm really, really ready to get back and ready. I think from having this show, it's been yeah, quite looking forward to getting back. It's been really busy recently with this. Just started doing my work, got two jobs working with Holly as well, and I've just started doing like handbook tattoos mm. on a Wednesday. Yeah, cool. So uh, drawing for that as well. Yeah. So it'd be nice to get back in the studio and actually quite miss painting. Yeah. <laughs> I've done it for a, while, a few that's weeks. That's yeah. a good feeling, I think, when you come yeah. back with kind of that energy. Yeah. Like, oh, it's good to be back. <laughs> mm. yeah. And I think, well, I don't know how you feel about this, but with the tattoos as well as, because I was thinking earlier with your sculptural work, I think I find that, like, I do kind of a little bit of sculpture and a little bit of, um, like, more kind of drawing 2D work. And I find it really helpful to have those two kind of headspaces of, like, sculpture versus, yeah, yeah. drawing. Or painting in your case and then I guess if you've also got tattoos that's kind of another medium that's like in between strangely because it's kind of yeah, yeah it's a flat drawing but it's on a you know 3d surface yeah, yeah, human. yeah so yeah I don't know if that kind of if they relate in your head or if they like help if they complement each other I suppose I think I don't know I think they probably will do at some point yeah <laughs> I like it's just nice so I say I don't do much at home but I do draw tattoo designs at home oh, okay so it's my way of drawing at home yeah that kind of keeps the yeah 
creative juices flowing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I kind of struggle with watching TV or focusing on something too long. Yeah. Nice. Any more questions? No? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Okay. Yeah. It's been really great to like get to know you, get to know your paintings. Right, thanks. Thanks for Well, thank you very much for listening. And thank you, I think we said it during the recording, but thanks to Max for coming on. Um, It's always a little bit nerve-wracking, I think, to sit in front of a room of people. And also, there was like an Instagram Live and we were recording it. So like really being recorded from multiple angles is a very nerve-wracking thing. So I think he did a a wonderful job. Yeah. And we're very appreciative of him. It was great, so thank you. Um, Bearing with us and our chaotic questioning of him. And also thanks to Kate at Daisy Lang for inviting us back. It's always such a nice kind of time. It's very homely and cosy to go to Daisy Lang and record a little thing. So, yeah. Thank you very much for listening and we'll be back in three weeks with an exciting New Year's episode (gasps) that we've just recorded. Yes! (laughs) Bye! Bye!